Welcome to the first of our Small Business Series podcasts. Your Leduc, Niskew, and Wetaskiwin Chamber of Commerce is proud to bring you informative and entertaining learning events that can help you grow your business. In this presentation, social media expert Brittany Miller of Brittany Miller Biz presents strategies for a standout LinkedIn profile, and she talks about how to boost your discoverability and reach on LinkedIn. She also shares some tips that can be applied to your company's LinkedIn page. And of course, she answers questions from our participants. This learning opportunity was sponsored by the City of Leduc, Leduc County, the City of Wetaskiwin, and the County of Wetaskiwin. For more information on our next learning session, please visit us at yourchamber.ca. Brittany Miller-Biz is a social media manager and coach that is passionate about helping businesses create soulful content through storytelling and authenticity that connects with their followers all while implementing strategies strategies that help you save time. No matter what stage you are in at your business, she is here to support you. I'll now turn it over to Brittany. Thank you so much and welcome everyone. I am incredibly excited to chat with you all about creating a standout profile on LinkedIn. And when I was chatting with Jennifer and Jessica before this presentation today, even if you are a business owner, you really should have a profile on LinkedIn that helps you get discovered by your ideal clients. A lot of us like to think of LinkedIn as a resume or a place where we just showcase who we work for, but there's a different strategy to use LinkedIn if you're an employee, and there's a different strategy to use if you are a business owner, and I'm going to be sharing with that with you today. I am gonna be going through a bit of a checklist almost on how to optimize your profile in some ways that will help you get discovered and ways that you maybe have never thought of before or even knew was possible. However, I do want you to be able to listen to the presentation and really absorb what I'm sharing and learning with you today. So I have created a LinkedIn checklist that you can download and utilize. So if you have your phone with you, feel free to scan this QR code and you'll be able to get that for, um, sent your way. I'll also reshare this at the end and they will also be sharing this. Um, this presentation is being recorded and so you'll get the recording afterwards. And that will be this LinkedIn checklist will be included when that um, gets sent out to you after today's presentation too. So you'll have a few ways to get it, but that way you can listen and just kind of maybe take some notes, think of some, some questions to ask, which I will answer at the end of the presentation today. My goal, I always have a goal when I do presentations. So my goal is to leave you with a simple strategy that you can use and implement to help optimize your profile and really elevate your presence as an entrepreneur on LinkedIn. And what I'm going to be sharing is going to be focused a little bit more on your personal profile first. And then I'm going to incorporate a little bit of how you can do this on your company page as well. But you really should have an optimized personal profile first on LinkedIn. And that's what we're focusing on. And again, as an entrepreneur, that's really important. So what are we covering today? I am going over how to optimize your LinkedIn profile, and then I'm going to quickly touch on creating content for LinkedIn and the power of intentional engagement. And what does that even mean? Because having an optimized profile on LinkedIn is really step one 
of being discovered on this platform. However, you want to be contributing and creating content on this platform as well. And you want to be engaging with others. And so there really are like three pieces to creating a standout profile on LinkedIn. I'm really going to just be focusing on step one, though, um, just based on time that we have today. Again, I like to be really clear about what we are not covering just to set expectations. So I'm not going into the specific details for optimizing your company page. Again, I think step one should be creating and optimizing your personal account page on LinkedIn. And the reason for that is because your personal account has a much greater reach than your company page. However, you should as a business have a company page that is connected to your personal page and is reputable and it looks really good. And I am going to touch on that slightly. However, if you have any questions specific to your company, please reach out to me because I am more than happy to really dive into your specific needs for your business and your industry. I'm also not going into specific LinkedIn strategies. However, there are some really cool ones you can implement as an individual employee or with your team members to really increase the reach of your discoverability and your content on this platform. So again, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. We can always chat about that. I'm not going over the basics of setting up an account. I am making the assumption you have an account created, but if you don't, again, reach out to me. And I'm not going into all the specifics of hashtags or caption writing or live video because those could be their own 45 minute presentation. Um, but again, if the chamber would like to have me back here, we can always touch on one of those topics. Now, LinkedIn is a platform full of potential. The misconception is that it's just for, for employees and where they can literally list almost like a resume. Sorry, we're just having some sound issues there. Um, oh, are you? I think it's with your record there. Let's just see. Yeah, Don't can you hear me better? There we are. Now? Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. I apologize for that. There we go. Um, so yeah, LinkedIn is truly a platform full of potential. Now, a lot of people just assume that if you're an employee, you should be using LinkedIn. However, if you're an entrepreneur or business owner, you want to utilize LinkedIn in a way that will help you be discovered. And with there being so many users on this platform, 750 million users, there's a shortage of people who are creating content to be discovered on this platform. So there's 750 million users that pop into the LinkedIn platform daily or, or throughout the year, but there's only about 3 million people creating content. So that's where the power of creating content can come in. And I'll touch on that a little bit later. The other amazing thing about LinkedIn is it is the one platform where you could literally look up someone based on their business that they work for, so the name of the company they work for, their job title. So if you need to connect with people who are decision makers, CEOs, managers, LinkedIn is the place that you can do this. And there are strategies you can implement to utilize LinkedIn as a research tool um, that a lot of people don't realize, which can be utilized in a way for you to connect with those businesses or those decision makers to share your services with them. And so really depending on your business, whether you're business to business or business to consumer, there are different ways you can use the platform to really stand out. 
And I'm just going to be going over really one of the ways to start, which is optimizing your profile. And again, this is your personal profile that I'm mostly talking about, but I will let you know which parts can be then utilized on your company page. So what does optimizing your profile mean exactly? Sometimes I think that optimizing is kind of this fluffy word in the social media world. So I like to bring it into context so that it makes sense for you and your business. So there are three questions I want you to ask yourself when you are looking at your own LinkedIn profile. First is, does my profile speak to my ideal client? Another way to phrase this is, if someone comes to my profile in three seconds or less, do they know what it is that I do and who I help? If the answer is no, it's time to make some changes to help optimize your profile. Second question is, am I easily discovered on LinkedIn if someone's searching for specific keywords? Will my business or will I be discovered? As well as off of LinkedIn when someone's Googling my name or my business. Again, if the answer is no, there's some changes we need to make, which I'm going to be covering in the presentation today. And then the last thing is, does my profile showcase my products or services? And that would kind of be in this featured section here. These, and I'm going to dive into what this featured section is. But again, if you're like, mm, people won't really know how I help them or what services I provide, then we need to do a little bit of optimizing on your profile, making a few changes. So those are the three questions I want you to ask yourself. And just be honest with yourself as you're answering them. Don't judge yourself or anything like that. But just be like, okay, there's a little bit of work I need to do to make sure that I am discoverable. So optimizing your profile really comes down to doing about five of these things. First is we're going to go over your visuals so that, again, in three seconds or less, someone can come to your profile and know exactly what it is that you do. We don't want people to have to sit there and try to read things and figure it out. We want it to be as easy for them as possible. I'm going to talk about creating, turning creator mode on and what does that mean on your profile. To help us be discovered, I'm going to share with you ways you can sprinkle keywords throughout your profile so that you're discovered on LinkedIn as well as off of LinkedIn when someone Googles you. And I'm going to talk about why you do want to have a company page and how to correctly connect it to your account. And I'm not going to do the steps on how to connect it, but I'm going to show you the proper way so you can tell that it looks like um, your business is showcased properly on your account page. So let's get right into it. So before I show you this little video there, I want to talk about your profile picture. And I'm sure. All of you maybe know by now that we don't want to just do a selfie. We want to make sure it has nice lighting. It shows our picture. It's clear and professional. You also want to make sure you're wearing appropriate clothing that represents your industry. But my secret tip for this to really help you stand out on your profile is to change your profile picture so that it has a solid background behind you. So that when people are scrolling through other people, like reading other people's comments or when they come to your page, you really stand out. So let me show you an example here. 
as you can see on all of these profile pictures, they all kind of blend in in a way because they have a very similar background color. It's kind of neutrals with the browns and the grays. Now just watch as this video scrolls and see if anyone just stands out to you. Bam, who stands out there? This girl's profile with the bright pink, right? Which is really cool because this is where your eyes go instantly. It's what you're attracted to. And you might actually then read, what is her job title? What does she do? You might be curious to go learn more. It's also nice because she's incorporating her branded colors. There's a couple of other people who do this really well as well. So Max does a great job here. His orange really stands out. So if you have company colors that you can incorporate into your profile to help you stand out, this is a really great way to do this for yourself. It's really easy to do this by using Canva. And in the LinkedIn checklist, I have a video that you can follow on how to do this. Um, now, if you have Canva Pro, you'll be able to really do this easily. Um, otherwise, if you don't have Canva Pro and Canva Pro is a paid version of Canva, you can go to the website remove.bg on your computer and you can do a very similar thing that um, you would do on Canva. If you have any questions about that, though, let me know. But honestly, that is a great way to stand out on your profile and make sure it's just like your your company colors. So this looks Amelia does a really great job here on incorporating that. Now, the next thing I want to share is a profile cover story. You may not know that this is something you can do on LinkedIn. It's been out for a while now, but I feel like it's still fairly new but it's essentially a 30 second elevator pitch of you speaking and it's connected to your profile picture. So you'll see William here. He has this yellow pinkish ring around his profile picture. That means he has a profile cover story. And if you come to anyone's profile who has this, it will automatically start playing. So on mobile, it will automatically play on desktop, it will kind of show you the video a little bit and then it will go back to their picture. And it's a really creative way to enhance your profile. But not only that, now you get to hear the voice of William, you get to feel his energy and he gets to tell you what it is that he does. And it just creates this different experience and is a really neat way to help you stand out. So I wanna share with you a few tips on how you can do this. So this is on mobile here and you can kind of see it's changed my profile picture to show like the video that's starting and I'll let you see this in a second. But when you're filming your profile cover story, I want you to first film it on your phone. You don't need any fancy lights. You don't need any fancy cameras. You want to film it in a vertical format just like this right on your phone because the only way you can upload it onto your LinkedIn profile is from the LinkedIn app. Other few, another few tips you want to be mindful of is you want to make sure your lighting is um, facing you so that you look bright and clear. And I highly recommend that you use a tripod or you lean your phone up against something because I have seen videos where people are holding up their phone and they're talking and it's moving and shaking and it's definitely a bit distracting. Now, what should you say on this profile cover story? Well, I have a, a few scripts for you to follow and you might want to take screenshots of the next few slides, but essentially we want to share and tell people what we do, who we help, 
and why they should follow us. Again, we break this down by talking about first the client's big pain point, and then we introduce ourselves. So I'll show you in the script in the next slides what that looks like, and then how we help people, and then we invite them to connect with us. So let me break this down for you and give you an example. Oh, actually, first I wanna show you what this looks like. So you'll see my profile picture kind of changes. And then it will pop up on the screen we all bigger. Know the importance of having a presence on social media. You can kind of but hear me talking. It can also feel really overwhelming and time consuming. So you have about 30 seconds to do your profile cover story pitch. That's a really neat way to stand out and really let your followers know how you can help them or anyone who comes across your account. So here's your script. So the next few slides, I encourage you to take some screenshots. Knowing that this is a bit of a generalized script you can follow, based on your business and your needs, we can personalize this so that it makes sense for your industry and who you're speaking to. Because the script might be a little bit different if you're talking to other business owners versus um, business to consumers. So we want to start, instead of introducing ourselves first, you want to hook people in and get their attention and to do this, we want to talk about their big pain point. This is a really good exercise to do anyways, to make sure you know who your ideal client is. So think about what is one of their biggest pain points and how do you help them? Now, I sit down usually with clients and we walk through and break this out. And I almost create like a script for them to follow. So this is an example for a career coach. So you, you can see, do you feel ready for that promotion or leadership role within your career, but not sure what next steps to take to get noticed? For a career coach, depending on who their ideal client is, this might be a big pain point. So after we talk about the big pain point, we then want to introduce ourselves. And then we want to get into what we do, who we help, and how we help them solve this big pain point problem. So take a screenshot of that. And then let me show you this as an example. So let's go back to the career coach. So now she would say, Hi, I'm Sarah, and I'm a high-level career coach. I help ambitious women develop strategies to showcase their skills and negotiate their salary to reach their career and income earning goals. So we talked about who she helps. We're really specific about that, the ways that she can help them, and what is this big pain point that she helps them solve. And then the last thing you want to do is to include a call to action. Another way I like to call this is an invitation for people to connect with you or follow you. So you could say, if you're ready to take your career and goals to the next level, send me a direct message and let's connect. Now, again, this is an example for someone who is an entrepreneur supporting or providing a service to individuals. Um, or consumers, your business might be to other businesses. And now you're talking to maybe a different individual at that company. So we would change this up slightly. But this is a good script to at least follow. And a really unique way, especially if you're the owner or like the founder of your company. It's just such a neat way to stand out and really show that there's a little bit of personality behind your business. And so people can really hear and feel your passion for what it is that you do. So once we've looked at our profile picture and we've created our cover story, we then want to look at our cover image. Again, 
This is all helping support making it clear to individuals who come across our account what it is that we do in three seconds or less. So cover image is a really big one. You wanna make sure it's branded and I always recommend keeping it simple as that's the most effective. So you can see really my cover photo is purple and then I kind of highlight what it is I do and how I help people in a really simple way. You can do the same thing. So maybe you have a company mission or um, vision that you want to share. I would, I would recommend doing that. I would try to minimize additional photos here just to be kind of mindful of that because sometimes it can start to feel busy. And we want to be careful of what this looks like on our mobile devices. What do I mean by that? The reason I have this so off-center to the side here is because on mobile, at least on some mobile devices, my profile picture will pop into the middle here. So if you have some important message, it might get covered on your mobile device. So you just want to be a bit mindful of that. But again, keep it simple, keep it branded to your company colors. And this is a really great way to encourage, let's say you have employees, you could provide them a cover image that they could upload on their own account as well to help promote your business and company too. And you want this, if you have a company account um, or a company page on LinkedIn, you want to make sure it's consistent with what your personal page is like as well. So I'll show you that coming up, but really this is the exact same cover image that I use on my company page. So I want to share some examples of what not to do and some examples of other companies or individuals who are doing a really good job. So this individual, I don't know who he is. I just looked him up on LinkedIn. He's just using the plain LinkedIn background. So if you look at him right away, I don't know what he does, right? Um, which is really unfortunate, especially because he's paying for premium LinkedIn. So I should maybe reach out to him and help him out with this. But <laughs> Um, we want to make sure it really reflects your business, your company, or your organization. Now, this, this lady here, we can tell that she has something to do with speaking or presenting. Maybe it's consulting, but her image is quite blurry, and it's not really clear what she does. Is she a speaking coach? Is she an author? Does she just consult in marketing? Like, who knows? And so there's ways that she could actually optimize this and change it so it really reflects her business um, a little bit better. Here's two companies that I think do a good job. So this gentleman, again, you don't really see what the company logo is, but I can get a feel that it probably has something to do with a restaurant or a cafe, probably a cafe because it says coffee and tea. Um, and so... I think he has a really good picture here that represents his business. If you look him up, it's he's the CEO of Starbucks. Um, so it kind of makes sense because this is like reflective of that. And for this lady, she is a career coach. And you can tell that this reflects what she does. Like we can tell what she does. And I love that she's included a call to action, even on her cover photo. So she says, if you want this free masterclass, just like look, look up this link and you can join the free masterclass, which is really cool. Which is really cool. Some things like that on your cover photo too. All right. Last thing I want to share about on this part of your visuals is 
creating and connecting your company page. Now, what a lot of people tend to do, and I encourage you to look at your profile and see, but they won't make a company page and they're, but they will connect, say that they are working at or CEO of X company. And LinkedIn automatically puts this little image there. And it doesn't really give a great representation of your brand or company without having your logo of some kind there showing up. So just look at how different it feels when I update it to my company page. So now just having my logo there just makes it feel like, oh, this person is in business. She's serious about what she does. And when people click to learn more about Brittany Miller Biz, it will now take them to my company page. And that's really nice because now people can learn more about my business, what it is that I do, and I'm keeping the image consistent with my personal page so that it flows and everything is branded nicely. So again, I would encourage you to do the same thing um, and make sure that it's connected to your personal account. Encourage your employees to do the same because it helps to just promote your business as well. So we've, we chatted about the visuals on our page. We went over having your profile picture and the secret tip of having the solid background in your company colors. We talked about adding a profile cover story. She does not have one, but she should do one. I think it's a good idea. We talked about creating that branded cover image and making sure you have a proper company page created and connected to your personal profile account. Remember, this all represents you as a business and you want to be seen in that way. All right, let's go over now turning on creator mode and why you should do this as an entrepreneur. Now creator mode, this is where you can be seen as a thought leader for your industry. So if you, especially if you're a consultant, a speaker, um, a solopreneur, and you own your own business, but you're in a specific industry, turning on creator mode really encourages people to follow you and really encourage, and then so it encourages people to follow you, but then when you create content on LinkedIn, LinkedIn will make that what people will primarily see on your account, and it will push it out to more people on the platform as well. So that helps increase your discoverability. Um, it's really easy to turn on, and I highly recommend it just because it gives your account that extra chance of being discovered by other people. And your sound's going off again. Sorry. Sorry, I wonder if, um, is that better? It might be a little, yeah. is it a bit echoey? Much better. Yeah. Much better? Okay, yeah. let's do that. I need new headphones for Christmas, maybe. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I would just really encourage you to turn on creator mode. And it's really simple. So you can do this on your desktop or on your mobile device. You'll just go to view my profile. And then I want you to scroll down a little bit and you'll see your dashboard, click on creator mode. It'll be the first one there. And then all you have to do is add about one to five hashtags, um, which are related to the topics that you wanna be known in or that you talk about the most on your profile. And then once you hit save, you'll notice creator mode is now turned on. It's super easy and it just makes it um, 
just helps your profile be seen by others and the content that you will create on LinkedIn to be seen and reaching more people as well. Honestly, it's really simple. People can still connect with you, but it also encourages them to just follow you and to be able to get updated and see the things you share on LinkedIn. All right, so now I wanna get into being discovered on LinkedIn based on the keywords we're gonna sprinkle throughout your profile. And this is gonna help you be discovered both while people are searching for specific things on LinkedIn or if they are Googling your business or specific industries off of LinkedIn. So let's start with your professional headline. What a lot of people like to do here is they just list their name and then they will list the company they work for. However, that's a missed opportunity because this whole section here, your professional headline is all searchable on LinkedIn. So if someone types in video coach, this lady, Shay, she'll get discovered. Um, if, someone's if someone's looking for um, public speaking, her account might come up. And so I want you to think about what are some key words that your ideal clients might be searching for that you could put in here to be discovered. And you want to be really strategic because you only have 200 characters. Another thing I'd like to suggest is if it feels right to you, you can add a few emojis. Um, if not, don't worry about adding emojis. Just think about what represents your brand the best. But also you can add these lines here to kind of break things up and make it easier to read. So again, if someone is searching for a social media coach, they might come across my profile um, because I have that in my professional headline. So again, think about what that could look like for you and your business and think about what your ideal clients are looking for. The next thing is to personalize your URL for LinkedIn. A lot of people don't know about this, but this is what will help you get discovered off of LinkedIn and have your profile come up if people search for you on Google. So if you search Brittany Miller social media, my business will actually come up and my LinkedIn profile is one of the top things you'll see. I think it's like my website and then my LinkedIn profile. Um, and the only way we do that is by changing this. So right now, Paula Williams, um, her profile won't come up because she has all of these random numbers listed behind um, her name. Like it will probably still come up, but it might fall underneath a bunch of other Paula Williams first. Um, but we want to make sure your account is discovered first. So my name, Brittany Miller Biz, if someone to Google's Brittany Miller Biz or Brittany Miller, um, my LinkedIn profile will come up, which is really cool. I have a very common name though. Um, so that makes things tricky sometimes. So that's why I like to incorporate the social media into my professional headline because that will help if someone's looking like Brittany Miller social media, then I can be discovered and my profile's found. So this is a really easy way to update your profile and help you get discovered. Um, and all you have to do on your phone, this is this, these are examples on your phone. You can also do it on your desktop, but on your phone, you'll just tap on your profile and tap a view profile. Then there's this pencil icon. So you'll go edit and then scroll down and it will say edit contact info. And that's where you can just delete those numbers that LinkedIn automatically puts behind your URL name. 
um, or you can add your company name in there if it feels more appropriate. I would suggest your your business name, um, or sorry, your name, and then um, if it's simple like mine, Brittany Miller Biz, I just added that at the end, then that's perfect. And also you wanna make sure you snag this, especially if your name's very common, um, like mine is. A lot of people think the about section isn't that important. However, this whole section is also searchable on and off of LinkedIn. And so you wanna make sure you tell a little bit of a story about you and your business, but the biggest thing you wanna do is to add strategic keywords. And one of the best ways you can do that is by having a section where you talk about my specialties and you can kind of list those specific keywords in there. So that's one thing that I really like to do. So often when I'm helping clients write their about section, we'll start with a little bit of a story about their business. And then we'll talk about what are their specific specialties or services they offer. So if someone's typing that or searching that on Google or LinkedIn, they could be discovered then. I also love including your website because again, if someone's looking up for emailer.biz, my LinkedIn profile can come up as well. And if you have any common misspellings of your name, include that because if someone spells my name Brittany Miller like this, but they type in Brittany Miller social media, my profile can also still be discovered. So it's really smart to think about those things you can do to really ensure your profile is what is seen on LinkedIn. And also when people are Googling your business or similar services that you offer um, that you could be helping other business owners with. Again, this changes, this about section is also on your company page too. So your company LinkedIn profile. So make sure you do a very similar thing where you add those strategic keywords. Think about what your, your ideal audience is searching for. And of course, if you need some help with this, please reach out because sometimes it can feel a little daunting at the beginning. Your featured section is a really fun area to not only showcase some highlights and successes of your business, but it can also be a great place to share about your services. And so Mark, he's done a really great job. So he's a consultant and a speaker and he's written a book. And so he's done a really great job at linking his book here so that when someone clicks on it to learn more about it, they'll actually be taken to, I believe it's Amazon to be able to buy it right away, which is really cool. He's also a speaker. So he has a speaker sheet here. So if someone wants to hire him, they can easily click there and look at it. You could also have where you're listing a few of your services. And when people click on that, it takes them directly to your website. So there's ways that you can really use a featured section to support your business. And also as a way to celebrate your employees or any unique things that your business does that is a part of your value. So maybe you like to celebrate certain things your employees do. Well, you could have that celebration under your featured section. So let's quickly go over how we were helping our business and our profile get discovered on and off of LinkedIn. So first we turned on creator mode. Again, if you need steps on that, please reach out or um, Google's a great resource as well. Then we updated our professional headline and we sprinkled in some keywords. We updated our personal URL. 
we told a story in our about section and again, sprinkled a bunch of keywords in there too. And then we've updated our featured section. Again, this all takes time. So just be mindful that you don't have to do all of this at once, but you know, work on your profile to slowly get everything updated and optimized. And it will make a huge difference in helping your profile get discovered. But as I said, that's only part one of creating a standout profile on LinkedIn. I'm just gonna quickly go through these next two steps because again, these could be their own presentations and we really were talking about optimizing your profile today. So you wanna make sure you're creating content then for your LinkedIn. So I do have a little social media hooks cheat sheet here. So if you want, feel free to scan this QR code so you can receive that. It also can give you really great topic ideas of what to talk about on your, on your LinkedIn or on Facebook. Um, but the reason we want to create content is because that's going to help us not only be seen as an expert in our industry, um, but also for people to really then discover our, our account because LinkedIn will share this with more people because there is a shortage of content being created on LinkedIn. So just think about one to three topics you want to be seen as the expert in. And again, if this is something you are feeling stuck on for your business, please reach out because I definitely love helping customers out with this um, or clients out with this. But here's just a quick example of the different types of content you can create. So you could go live, you could write a LinkedIn article, you could post a video you've already made. You can just do text posts um, or tweet style posts. These ones always do really well. Um, or share a graphic. And then you want to make sure you are engaging because the only, just think of it when, as running a business, the more people you network with, the more eyes or people learn about your business, the services you offer. The same thing is true with LinkedIn. It's just in a digital format. So here's just some quick ways you can engage with others on LinkedIn. So you want to comment on other people's posts from your profile account. So from your personal profile account, you want to reshare other accounts posts. You can do this either from your company page or your personal one or both. Um, and then you want to search for and engage with other people outside of your network. Um, one of the biggest tips that I like to share with businesses is on your business LinkedIn. So your personal LinkedIn that you're using for business, because um, you could make a personal one if you wanted, but just have the one for sure. Only follow and connect with those people who are your ideal clients. And that way you're not getting distracted with, um, you know, just friends who, who you know and seeing their content on LinkedIn. You're being a little more intentional with whose content you're seeing and who you're engaging with. Um, just a little strategy there. <laughs> and then lastly, I just want you to remember that this is a process and it does take time. So be patient and consistent. Give yourself that time to learn and experiment on this platform. Remember, not every single post you do is going to be the one that goes viral or the most amazing post or gets the most engagement. However, the more we post, the more chances we have of that happening and of our content being seen. Make sure that you're creating and contributing to the platform more than you're consuming and spend time engaging. That is the most undervalued strategy for any social media platform. It doesn't have to be just for LinkedIn, any social media platform. And if you have any questions or would like some guidance on your own 
profile or your company page, please reach out. Or if you just want some social media tips, please connect with me on Facebook or on LinkedIn. Um, and make sure you download your LinkedIn checklist as well as your cheat sheet with content ideas and hook ideas. But I'd love to answer, I know that's a lot. It's, it's always feels like a lot, but I really hope I shared some things that you've never thought of before or that was new for you and your business. And if you have any questions, I'd love to answer them right now. Yeah, great. We do have some questions. We have some questions via email and some that came through the chat. And I just want to mention that we are going this is this is being recorded. So we'll be sharing that as well as uh, Brittany's cheat sheets and the QR codes. We'll also be sharing that information um, in our wrap up later today as well. So Brittany, this was so great. Uh, so I'll start. We, we do have a few questions here. Um, let me let me go up here. Um, how can you get your staff to be consistent on LinkedIn uh, with your company profile? What's the best way? Yeah, so one of the best ways is to make sure you encourage them that it's allowed because sometimes while growing up, a lot of, at least for me, it was like very much discouraged of being on any social platform. So they might still have that in their mind. So one, make sure you encourage them that it's okay and maybe walk them through this process as well to make sure their profile's all optimized. And then the third thing I would suggest is anytime you post anything on your company page, your company LinkedIn, send an email out to your staff and encourage them to go reshare it and give them that invitation to um, reshare it, but also to let them know it's out there because sometimes they're already so busy doing their day-to-day -day work and tasks that they don't even realize a new post has gone out. So that would be three quick ways that you could really encourage them. Great. So is the free version on LinkedIn enough to do all the things you discussed today? Because I know there you can have a paid LinkedIn page, but do you need that for all the things that you mentioned today? Yeah. So for everything I went over today, you can have the free LinkedIn account. That is perfect. I'd say the benefit of the paid one is if you are actively utilizing LinkedIn to search for potential customers and start reaching out and engaging with them, which is a, a great strategy. And at that point, you might want to use the paid version then. But yeah, everything I shared is free is perfect. Free? Free. Perfect. I know because it can, it can add up. I mean, if you have to pay $100 a month to be on a LinkedIn to have that presence, then yeah, that's great. Uh, so this is probably specific to your goal, but how often should you post or share on LinkedIn? Yeah, it, um, it really is specific to your goal. And I will give you like the theory version, which if we all had the most time in the world, we'd probably be posting minimum once a day, putting content out there. However, think back to what you could realistically do at this time. If you can realistically post at least once a week and engage really well at least once a week, do that versus overwhelming yourself. I always like to say taking action, no matter how small, will compound and become make a bigger impact for you in your business versus just not doing anything at all. So choose what you could do consistently. If you had to choose in most ideal number, I'd say three times a week, if you can, um, for creating content and posting. And also think about if that is exactly where your ideal audience is. Great. So that stat was surprising that there's 750 million users on LinkedIn, but only 3 million are creating content. Do you, will you, do you provide one-on-one -on -one sessions to businesses to develop? I mean, I think some just, you know, where do I start with that? Do you coach yeah. businesses through that? 
Yeah, I do. And it's honestly one of my favorite things to do is we'll sit down and we'll look at how can we optimize your profile? And I literally write how we could use keywords after I learn about their business. And then we, we go into, okay, what kind of content strategy should you have for your business based on your unique situation? How many employees do you have? Is it just you? And then we also talk about what your engagement strategy should look like, because those three elements are all really important because if you're creating content, but you're not engaging, you're not going to see the benefits of all that time you've spent in creating. Engagement is so important. I really hope I'm like emphasizing that enough. Engage, engage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do that. So if anyone has questions, please reach out. That's great. And, and should the about section be in the first or the third person or are there pros and cons to either method? I recommend writing it in the first person for your, especially for your personal profile. And especially if you're the CEO, because it just comes off a little bit more personable and like you're a real human on your company page, though, that's when you could write it in third person, because it's like based on our like our company, like we have done this, or we offer this. Um, But on your personal account, I would suggest going with um, first person. Okay, great. Uh, So you mentioned paring down your connections to be specific to your industry. Should you not connect with everyone who invites you to? I think we all get a lot of, you know, invitations. Should you be connecting with everyone? Yeah. So um, you do not have to connect with everyone. There's a lot of people who reached out to me just to connect. And I'm like, I don't know who you are. And I look at their profile and I was like, you're not providing me with any value. So that's okay. (laughs) So know that you can decline those connections. If they don't feel um, aligned with your business, or like they're going to provide you with any value, knowing that maybe one day you could reconnect with them if you wanted to, but you don't have to connect with everybody. I find it makes a very overwhelming profile. And it makes it really hard to go on and be really intentional with who am I engaging with and connecting at this time? Yeah. All right, great. And so, um, so just, just, uh, we have um, from one of our businesses just that there, so when, when people post content, uh, there tends to be either no responses or very few. Is there a particular reason that so few people comment on a post? Um, Are you posting from your company page or your personal account page? That's the first question I have. Okay. Second one is, um, did you post and just, I like to call it, did you post and ghost? So you post and then you just left the platform or you just have it scheduled to go out or did you post and then you went and you commented and engaged on a few other people's posts first. Um, The second one, posting and engaging, that will help your content be seen and discovered more by other people because it makes them interested in what you've shared and you've now kind of initiated that connection um, with the Instagram or sorry, with the LinkedIn algorithm and it will notice that. Great. And so are the keywords similar to SEO on a website? Is there a way to search for most impactful keywords to use? Um, I'm not sure if it's the same strategy as for a website. Um, I don't design websites, so that's my, that's the reason for that. Um, But When it comes to what words you should use on LinkedIn, what I like to do is sometimes I will search for what what I think people might look for and see who comes up. So when I was optimizing my profile, I typed in like social media strategist. And I was like, should I use that word versus social media manager? 
Um, and then I seen what profiles came up and I was like, Hmm, okay. And then I thought, what would my audience be using more? Would they use the word strategist or would they just use like social media manager? Um, and so really think about one, what words your ideal client would use, and then just search on LinkedIn and see what other profiles and accounts come up and be like, Ooh, I want my account to be discovered if I use this word or, Oh, no. Okay, no one's really using this or it's showing, you know, accounts from a different country. Okay, clearly that's just used over there more. That's their language over there. Um, so that's what I would suggest as your strategy for that. Yeah, those are great points. And even with how you mentioned the spelling of your last name, how it could easily be replaced with an A versus an E. So um, to, to use those types of tips and tricks. So um, can, uh, can you talk about recommendations and the benefit to using or asking, you know, giving them? Yeah, so recommendations are really great just for people to see. It's almost like um, a review, like a Google review that people can see what working with you was like. Um, I recommend giving recommendations because the more you give, then it's likely that you'll receive them back. And it also doesn't hurt to ask for a recommendation. So I could, I could easily say right now, like if you really enjoyed the presentation today, connect with me on LinkedIn. And I'd love it if you left me a recommendation of how the presentation was. And so it can be as simple as something like that, that feels really natural. Um, or if you've worked one-on-one -on -one with a company and you just finished up with working with them, feel free to ask them if they don't mind leaving a recommendation for you, but they can be really helpful and really valuable. Great. Um, if you're deciding where to spend your time on so social media, can you quickly cover the benefits of LinkedIn versus Facebook versus Instagram for a business? Yeah. All right. So the first one is you need to know where your ideal clients are. So if you, for me, most of my ideal clients are first on Instagram and then I would say LinkedIn and then Facebook. So I, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see I put a lot more content and I'm a lot more active on there over my LinkedIn account. And I do that intentionally because I only have so much time. So that's the biggest thing is you want to know, okay, where are my ideal clients mostly? Um, Facebook, I would say Facebook is, um, again, it depends on your clientele. I have a client who works um, for a spa and most of her audience is on Facebook. She gets the most engagement on Facebook because that's where her ideal clients are. And that's, they're really engaging with her on there more so than Instagram. So for her, we really focus on Facebook. Um, for you, it might be LinkedIn or it might be Instagram. And I'd say really focus on one platform first, wherever your ideal clients are. And that way you don't feel any like anxiety of having to be on all platforms or you're not like, burning out because you're trying to do it all and you won't you do it for like two weeks or a month really well and then you no one hears from you for the next two months um, I think we've all probably experienced that before so um that's what I would suggest just like focus on one platform first and if you're not sure who your ideal audience is and where they would be please reach out to me because we can kind of chat and brainstorm that um, and we can even look at like your insights to see, okay, this is actually where most of your audience and engagement is coming from.